sides of the story Two sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean Welcome to Two Sides of the Story. That's Tom Sides. That is Sean Sides. What's going on, good buddy? Oh, you know, same old, same old. Just, uh, it's a fucking beautiful day here. It's been raining for like five days straight. I know how you feel about long periods of rain, yeah. but it's like sunny and beautiful out. I'm having a good day. Dude, it was so gorgeous in Halifax today. I took my new hire class outside for the first time. The first three days were like pure, like boardroom. Let's watch videos. Let's talk about safety. Let's do that. And then I got to take them outside today. It was fucking the best i love like that's the one thing that really sucks in my new role is that i don't work outside all the time i fucking love being outdoors on a beautiful day yeah me too it's a uh, yeah it's 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 fucking gorgeous and especially here in halifax it's oh fuck am i happy to be out here man it is so gorgeous that's cool um i you should post some pictures i haven't seen anything of the scenery there really like from a sides perspective Take a few pictures. Too bu- I'm, I'm, too busy, uh, I'm too busy living Fucking up in the it. moment. I'm living in the moment, buddy. I, <laughs> I'll have to do that. Like, uh, there's some like beautiful sights to see. Just like being in the harbor, I'll uh, I'll start being that guy going. Hold on, I just need to capture this moment. Good man. Yeah. Hey, there's nothing wrong with stealing little moments. Yeah. <laughs> but no, no. It, honestly, it, it's pretty breathtaking. Even on like my route to work. I can drive past so many lakes, beautiful green scenery. Like I, I don't, it's so hard to be in a bad mood on the commute. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I What's going it. on with you? Uh, nothing too much. Like I said, busy day. I woke up and uh, Jean had a doctor's appointment this morning. So I had the day off work because of the rain the last many days. So I took her to her appointment and uh, got a McDonald's breakfast sandwich, which wasn't too bad. Chilled around, went shopping, took her to Safeway afterwards, came home, bought a bunch of shit for dinner. I'm going to make skewers for dinner with stuffed mushrooms as well. So sounds I had, gross. Like, it sounds fucking delicious. I realized, though, we didn't have any bacon, like uh, bacon bits, sorry. So you have to have that to stuff the mushrooms in the way that I do it. So I ended up frying up a half pound of bacon so that I could be prepared for that as well. It's kind of a bigger job than you expect sometimes. And then you're like, mother dick, I got to do a lot of work here. So hammered all that shit out here before the pod, which is nice. Nice. And yeah, man, just fucking chilling. Nice, relaxing day. Like I said, once I got back, chill with the dogs, getting ready for the weekend ahead, which is about to start here. So you got the McDonald's breakfast. Like, is that like your go-to fast food joint for breakfast? Yeah, I would say it's the best. If I was going to go to like a fast food place for breakfast, it would probably be McDonald's. I have to agree for like, I guess if you're going to go for like a, like the sausage egg McMuffin, that combination can't be beat. But I got to tell you, I think something's got to be said for an A&W breakfast. At least if we're going to talk about it honorable mention to their hash rounds i will die on this hill that the hash rounds at a and w are probably the best hash rounds on the fast food market huh i think i've maybe 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 had one breakfast sandwich from a and w in my life and that's it, was, it yeah the breakfast sandwich at a and w is nothing to write home about it's your typical fucking it was okay it was on a bun yeah yeah but they also do english muffins if you just ask them nicely okay yeah but anyway what i want to draw attention to is how unreal their hash brown is. I love a good hash brown. 
for years I thought it was McDonald's, but I actually come around on my opinion. And I will say that AW has probably the best hash brown around interesting in the, in the fast food market. And we <laughs> I think we can all agree that Tim Horton's hash brown is fucking dog shit. Oh, dog it's somewhere shit. between st- stupidly stale and cold to yeah. uh just barely cooked the shitty McDonald's knockoff. Like what it's the terrible. fuck are they doing? Like I never even want it. No, I'm good. Like, and recently too, like I used to actually enjoy um, one of their breakfast sandwiches with the sausage. It was pretty good, but then they changed the egg recently and it's like fucking terrible. Like, it's just like a real egg though. I know, but it's just the way that they do it. It's like a rubber ball. I don't fucking like it. I don't want it. Mm -hmm. I will never eat their breakfast again until they rectify this. It's just shitty. And I don't like, I used to almost favor the tim hortons breakfast sandwich when done properly over the mcdonald's one because i like the biscuit i mm. like being able to get the biscuit instead of the english muffin or the bun the biscuit is pretty clutch yeah I'm but then but now like the new egg shit that they have like i'm just i'm out guys like you fucked me well you can not have the egg i mean i feel like that's an option yeah and i have done that too and it's okay like there's nothing wrong with it but i don't know man it's i need that fucking egg back it's all you're after. I get it. I, I get it. I used to like, like, I love going for breakfast. Like breakfast outside is pretty clutch. It's like the cheapest meal to get. And it's the easiest meal to make at home and stuff, which is why yeah. a lot of people don't really go out for breakfast. But like, I don't know. I love going out for breakfast. Like it's always under 20 bucks, a lim- uh, sure. limited coffee. Fucking. It's know. a good, it's a good meal. And like, you know, there's going for dinner, there's going for lunch. But the, just the atmosphere of starting your day out with like a nice fucking breakfast, mm-hmm. I, I can't go wrong with that. So my first job, this is going to have relevance. My first job as a kid was uh, I worked at a Steve's Hand Car Wash in uh, in the West Island, Quebec. Best hand jobs in town. And uh, right by it was this little uh, breakfast joint called Expectations. So like I would have to be at work at like seven in the morning, but they open up at like five. So I would... Yeah. Then go to work at like try and get to work for like six thirty, so I could walk over to expectations, get their five dollar breakfast, which was like two eggs, bacon, toast, potatoes, and some fruit. It was like five bucks, it's perfect. Jesus. It was an early bird special. You get that, come in, have that for breakfast, and just start your day off right. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. It'd be oh. like sweet, like you said, to steal one of your words that I quite appreciated. There, it sounds clutch to yeah. be able to do that, to have it that close to you, right? Oh, it's right across the road. Like you, like you can even like jaywalk there in a second. It was, it was the best. You just, it was a perfect way to start off. Like you were going to just wash cars all day. So it wasn't like the most glamorous job, but it was a way to get fucking going. (laughs) That's funny. And there's something to be said about um, the routines that we sometimes have that we lose that we look back on and we're like, fuck, that was a good routine. We don't Mm -hmm. like acknowledge it as a routine necessarily, but like, whether you say you catch the seven bus and you stop at your favorite Tim's and you get a, a breakfast sandwich and a nice drink, and then you head to there and like, you only do that for a specific amount of time, but there's yeah. something to be said about those like routine moments that you lose uh, as you age. What's become part of my morning routine, like at the, at the airport is uh, so I love this. It's such a power move. I, the people that have to wait in line, look at you like you're a fucking scumbag, but have you ever used the Tim Hortons app? Like I know we talked about yeah how we're kind of against it. Cause that's not how we want to play role at the rim. <laughs> yeah. I found it's fucking purpose. So you can order on the app at the airport and not have to wait in the fucking stupid line t- at all. It's that's nice. The absolute best. It's honestly the best because you go out, 
you uh, on my on my walk into the airport from where I park from the employee parking, I order my coffee and I don't I don't usually get a breakfast. I uh, just order my coffee and then I walk up and then it's there waiting for me and I grab it. And my favorite part of all of it is I look at the line as I walk past it because fuck you. I have actually stood in that line and looked at you going to pick up your fucking order with your smug look on your face being like, I'm fucking better than all of you. I've looked at you, but not you, but that guy and been like, you fucking son of a bitch. I don't have the thing. It's like, I'm not better than you. It's just, I know this thing works. Yeah. And you are better though in that moment. It's like, God damn it. If I had the app for this store, like it's every store has a fucking app now, like we've said, but I've been in the store without the app and seen the app guy come up and it's just flap in the face. (laughs) <laughs> it, it's honestly it's the best it's like sitting like you again you've never flown so you don't have this true but um it's like sitting in first class where you get to oh, sit on the plane first and you get to watch everybody that's not sitting in first class go take their seats and they're just like hmm. <laughs> <That'd be laughs> <fun. laughs> oh go sit in the back peasant oh it's a similar feeling like when you have uh, gold tickets at a hockey game and yeah. you get to go to all the like fancy little special spots and everybody else is watching you walk in like, oh, I wish I could go in. They're not allowed in. It's, it's a good feeling. Yeah. Classy. Uh, honestly, man, there's nothing like it. it's those like little victories that you got to get. And it's like a great way to start the day. So you go in, my coffee's fucking there waiting. I grab it. And then sometimes people are on break. I sit with them for like I go into work. Half an hour before I'm supposed to be there. So I can do all of this. And yeah. it's just, it's the best way to start the day. And then my class is waiting for me, like wherever, I, like where I normally meet them. And I'm just like, all right, gang, let's go. And then we just have our day. It's That's awesome. cool. Nothing I'm wrong re- with that. Yeah. I'm really starting to enjoy the new gig too. It's now that I'm on my own and I'm teaching, letting my personality out. I'm like, doing my best to simplify um i document everything so even like not just their not just their mistakes but my own there are things that i catch myself doing in the class going all right i probably should have taught it this way they can do it this way so next time i know that makes sense like every day is gonna be better like the first day i took my training class i went i'll be honestly guys you guys are my first trainees and the worst part about this is you're gonna be my worst ones because i'm only gonna get better That's fair though. You got to learn. And like the beautiful part about this for you, man, you are learning your teaching style because you get to perfect it. So for the future, like anything you want to teach something to someone, you're going to be better at it because you've been practicing this skill like any other skill. Yeah. So like I'm, I'm only going to learn the material more. It's some of it's so fucking dry, but you know what? I come in, I do my thing and then I go home. It's not bad. It's not bad. I do got to get some hobbies, uh, like some positive hobbies out there. Like, I can end at a good time. I should go. I should invest in a gym membership. Go get a workout in because I'm not doing the same kind of work that I was. I'm not lifting bags anymore. I can't. Yeah, it's not part of my job. I have to teach other people to do it and watch them do it. So it's not like if I have to physically get involved at some point. Yeah, sure. I'll help out. But it's not it's not my primary concern. Like you you must know what this is. I uh, you mentioned it before that you were off today. The rain was a factor in your job. I thought you were mostly indoors doing like framing from like an indoor. Yeah, standpoint. but then we do. But then everything gets loaded on the trailers and shipped out. So if the weather is shitty for many days, then the trailers don't move and we have nowhere to load the product eventually. Oh, okay. It catches up to that point. Okay. That makes sense then. All right. Yeah. No, I was like, I yeah. know so That's a good little question. 
Yeah, you're like, but so. but there's a building. What the fuck? Yeah, I just I didn't figure that rain would affect your job that much. To be honest, no, it just eventually affect, impacts the logistics of it all, and then so how clogs. how many days of rain would affect your your day? Well, it depends on how close we are to the crane schedule. We have a lot of trailers, but sometimes as as few as two days, <clears throat> excuse me, as few as two days can affect our trailer situation enough. All right, yeah, sounds good. So yeah, no, it's a. I know it's an interesting field. You're literally <clears throat> creating homes for people, so that's such like a must be rewarding in some sense. It is another. cool. Like I started out as a framer, like strictly, and knowing that there is god probably over 500 at least i don't even know fuck so many homes that people are living in right now that's just their place that they dwell that protects them from the elements blah 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 blah. i built with my hands you know what i mean i had a part in many more builds like i look at my dad's career of being a framer since he was like 18 years old or maybe younger and he's 66 now still contributing to building it's like holy shit like that's a cool legacy though <clears throat> oh yeah he's a fucking machine yeah. i don't uh it's funny like, i think you... he would probably match up against some amish people when it comes to building a home i swear to god oh 100 he used to do it by himself in the 70s like if you ever take the time to hear him talk about it he literally built the houses by himself yeah. because he didn't have a crew at the time and so he was like oh fuck it i'll just do it myself lifting like 30 foot walls you know because there's there's methods to it you lift one corner up and you nail a board to it you go to the middle put up another one nail a board to it and then you go another foot another foot another foot until you get it high enough where you can just push it up yourself yeah. like just and like standing roofs and he was like a fucking action figure like when i was a kid in the 80s like just an example looking at masters of the universe you see dolph lundgren like fucking ripped that was my dad like yeah. that's the physique that he had at that age he was like scary he had veins on all his arms that like freaked yeah. me out because they were sticking out so fucking far he's like an action figure had he so. had another career do you think you probably would have gone into this i know that like the it's probably all you ever saw growing up so you you, you came by it naturally yeah i don't know like I often, it's funny because my dad wanted to teach us in the summers when we were teenagers, he wanted to teach me and Josh, even Jen didn't work out with Jen, but he taught me and Josh how to be a framer because he was like, I don't necessarily want you guys to do this for a living, but I want you to have it so that you can fall back on it if you ever need to. Because everybody, like there's always going to be something you can do, whether it's building decks or fences or basement developments or whatever you want to do, there's always going to be something that you can make and earn, like earn living. Yeah. and he gave that to us and me and Josh joke about it. Sometimes we're like, thanks dad. I wish you'd never fucking told us anything because now we're free, but it's a good job. Like I like it. Like I said about the, you know, you're building people's houses and their dwellings and that will be standing long after I'm not some of mm-hmm. them, you know what I mean? And that's a pretty cool thing. Like kind of a neat legacy that you've touched on. Yeah, your DNA is somewhere there, you know, a hundred percent on every single home too. Right. Yeah. Some more than others, the amount of fucking blood probably on, on some pieces of wood. Fuck. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. I have whole many holes in me at this very moment from like a little sliver, chunks of wood. Yeah, you make more Jesus, than the average. You person. make Jesus Christ look like a bitch. Yeah, it, it like, is. Nail it one is. of each of your limbs. Easy does it there, Jesus. It's funny the little <laughs> things that happen, like when you get stuck with a nail and yeah. just the feeling of it all. Like people don't who haven't shot themselves or been shot by another person, it's crazy. You know what? It's the amount of family members that I kind of have in this industry is, is interesting to me. Like, like you look at it, like not like in one form or another, like Paul's in 
uh, the elevators. He's still like a worker and yeah. like a like a like a blue collar worker. Like the the blue collar workers, like on on both sides of my family. It's on my cousin Ian is uh, he's been building homes and all this stuff forever. Now he's at this like supervisor point in his career and fucking good nice. for him. My cousin uh, Mitchell is an electrician. Um, you and Josh both of like yeah. it, it, like the 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 amount of like family members that I know that are in the trades is just unbelievable and like I toyed with the idea I just I didn't know what I wanted I don't know I didn't know what I liked and I tripped and fell in a career that I absolutely love yeah no and so. that's funny how that works like it's it's interesting the way that life works sometimes because you don't know what path you're going to take and there's so many options in life but at the end of the day every person wants the same thing like enough to earn a decent living to have a decent life and to like provide for your loved ones in the best of way that you can right so it's just yeah. one of those things that you uh you do what you got to do and by the time you realize that you're getting older and you're like oh shit i guess that's what i do then that's uh who i am as an adult yeah oh 100 man it's it's crazy with like I feel like a lot of our parents in the nineties took jobs just to take jobs. You know what I mean? Yep. Like we had to provide for a family and the fact that like, I have a job that's turned into a career that I, I love going to, like, I literally love going to my yeah, job. That's awesome, man. I'm yes. happy for you. Yeah. Like, and that was like my big thing I did when I got my new hires in, I was just like, listen, my first thing I'm going to tell you is like, I love this job. I love it. I couldn't imagine doing anything else. No, you're going to pay your dues. You're going to work your way up. But I'm one of these people that love it here. I love working here. Is it perfect? Not at all. Of course. But I love my job. And if you come here and you put in the time and you find things about it that you like, I hope you guys love it too. Let's get started with the training. Like, it's unbelievable. It's awesome to have that attitude. And that's the thing with me as well. Like, there's a lot of aspects to my job that I fucking love. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what keeps me going through the years. And that's what's kept me like not from running away from it. I do have other aspirations of things that I want to accomplish in life still. And like, um, whether like my buying and selling stuff, the high that I get when I make a good sale, sale or make a good purchase, even I'm like, yeah, baby. Are you, are you in sales good. now too? Is that what your promotion does? Like, do you? No, no, no. I'm, to... I'm talking about sales with uh, like the side business that I do with buying. Oh, and okay, stuff. sorry, sorry. Yeah, no, no worries. But yeah, it's just one of those things that I like to diversify, and I do. You know, you think about age when it comes to building and stuff like that you don't want to be doing it when you're really old so you want to set yourself up with other avenues and that's what i've yeah. always tried to do See, that's kind of why i went into the department that i was in i went into it sooner than i thought i was going to i it was yeah, always yeah. like my backup plan was i'm going to do this until my knees can't do it anymore and then i was going to go into training i'm in it now i'm probably going to be stuck there forever now but the point is like I'm happy where I'm at. Honestly, I'm really happy where I'm at. I'm going to do my best to make this job as fun as possible. And know the best part about both of our jobs. I think it both allows us to be ourselves. Yeah, for sure. Like, you know, like it's a blue collar work where PC culture doesn't really affect us. Like we can, we can make fun of another coworker and like, that's the banter. At least that's the banter on the ramp. I'm sure the banter in the shop is something similar to that. It like, can be definitely with select. Yeah. Uh, there's certain yeah. ones that you steer away from, you know, because that's life. But your friends, your bros, your people, well, you know, ripping on someone's like a form of love in a sense. Oh, yeah. I, I have a funny story about that. Um, this buddy of mine, Phil, actually, who drove me to work for fucking years. Phil's like a great, hardworking guy. Like 
um, very Christian, has a nice family, like very good guy. But this one day he decided to start wearing suspenders to work to hold up his tool belt and they were red. And me and this buddy of mine, Brandon, and a couple other people just started ragging on him, like singing old McDonald had a farm and like all mm. this shit. Just and he took them off, angrily whipped them on the ground and was like, screw you guys, hey you all. <laughs> and man, it was like the funniest fucking thing yeah. <laughs> I have ever seen in my life. Like you you need that kind of stuff. You need the things oh, yeah. to keep you honest. Like fuck yeah. I but like I think jeff ross says the best you only roast the ones you love like it's true yeah. like honestly if i fucking nothing the person i don't make fun of them i true. don't say anything to them i just try not to speak me them. neither i will go I to joke other with people i don't like yeah i'm because, a fucking asshole yeah. when it comes to that kind of stuff no exactly like well it's not like i'll be i'll go out of my way to make your life harder i'm not gonna no you that. just they just don't exist to you yeah exactly i will literally nothing you hey, we're both sides there. we both have the brow bro i get yeah. it yeah, that fucking family brow. Like, yeah. But it, it, it is what it is. And I like, like, in my industry of just being able to be like, rip into someone in a loving way. Like, I was teaching, like, use of fire extinguishers at work. And I asked one of the guys, I'm like, all right, so you have to use a fire extinguisher. Uh, what's, what's the first thing you need to do before you use it? Like, what's the first thing you need to know before you use it? And the, the answer is, is like, know your escape, like know your yeah, way out. Of course. He answered, read the manual. And I went like, <laughs> all right. So <laughs> building's on fire. You have an extinguisher in your hand. You're going to just stop what you're doing and just read a manual. All right. Well, this guy's going to die. Who else wants to try? Like, <laughs> like it brought me so much joy that I can do, but it, like you make fun of them in a way that you go like, this is funny. Enjoy that. This is funny. And then you move on with your day. Of like, course. It, yeah. Do you use like pass, like oh yeah, uh, pull, aim, squeeze, sweep? Yeah, yeah. We Just probably watched the same video on it, buddy. Oh yeah, I've seen it all. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Safety first, then teamwork. Yeah, it's. But like now that we're getting through all the nitty gritty, um, it's gonna be a lot more fun now. I can't wait to start doing all the other stuff. So I'm happy with That's awesome. Him. Have you brought an action figure yet to set on the desk? I don't have a desk yet. Okay. So I'm number five on the trainer list. There's four trainers. There's the office of only four desks. So I don't have a desk. And the, here's the fucking kicker. It's three out of the three of them are always somewhere else. Because we do all of these coasts. Yeah. So not only do I not get a desk, I get to see three that aren't in use ever. That's funny. <laughs> so that's my life in a fucking nutshell. <clears throat> that's okay. Maybe they'll build a new building just because of you. Well, Let's no, see. we might take over another office. I think this is the thing that we're going to try and do. Nice. Like, I might go to my manager. And go. That'd be really great if I had my own desk because, you know, everyone else has one. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, so it occurred to me uh, to, just to change subjects a little bit here to back to hockey talk. Mm-hmm. um did we pick our favorites for this series the final series we, we didn't and there was I didn't a think so yeah big win last night for colorado um i'm real worried that if like we put out our picks now and put it on this episode the, the playoff i don't think it's going to be a sweep by colorado but holy fuck this is going to be a good series um i have a feeling that it's going to go to seven yeah 
I think both teams can win. Like if you saw anything from last night, it could go either way. Yeah, I had it on for a bit there. It was a pretty tight yeah. game. The 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 disappointing thing about living in the East Coast is that if hockey goes late, it goes fucking late. And yeah. like well, I couldn't make it past the first period last night. I woke up to see uh the highlights there and just like Jesus fucking Christ, was that a good game? Yeah, it was pretty intense. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I don't know. It's a uh, part of me wants Colorado to win because they, you know, they beat out the Oilers and if they win, then it just like says, you know, we got beat by the best at least. Mm-hmm. But then the other side of me is like Tampa, you'd be cool to see a cup one three times in a row by the same team. Cause that's like fucking dynasty stuff. And it would be neat to see that. And also they'd be beating the people who beat us. So I'm also completely okay with that. Yeah. So like, I'm also, I'm in the same kind of boat as you as I, I'm happy either way. So yeah. Patrick Maroon, former Edmonton Oiler. Love him. Three, three Stanley Cups in a row. He won, he won with St. Yeah, Louis yeah. and then two was Tampa Bay. Yeah. I'm all for him getting a fourth. I, I fucking love it. I love him as a player. Uh, I'm, it sucks that he had to leave Edmonton, but you know, good for him. He's got a couple cups in his pocket. For sure. uh, I love hearing him on interviews. I love seeing what he does on the ice. I like I, I like the way he shit deserves. Honestly, he's great. Um, on the other hand, Colorado Avalanche, you know, haven't really been there since 2001. You yeah. Know, got, like you, they had this story history of just having amazing greatness. Is 2001, have they not won? It's around there. I thought it was 03 in my head for some reason, but it was like back then. Yeah. Um, I love... Uh, I would love to see Corey Perry not win the cup too. You know what I mean? Why Why don't you want to see Corey Perry not win the cup? Because he didn't win it with Dallas. He didn't win it with Montreal. And now if he doesn't win with Tampa, it would be three in a row where he was in the final and didn't win. I just, I, I still got bad blood. Anaheim. Anaheim versus Edmonton. I got bad blood still. I don't forget about that shit. So, uh, yeah, he's a dirty player. He always has been a needle in the side of the Oilers at times and i just there's something that's always rubbed me wrong about him he's in yeah. the same I, market i loved it when he played for the canadians i was like this close to getting myself a Corey perry jersey that's but funny. i knew he was on his way out you can't <laughs> you can't buy the jersey of someone that's one and done like i was yeah. this close to buying an evander kane jersey but i hate when i get a jersey of a player that's no longer there so yeah that sucks yeah so we uh, don't know kane might still sign i'm holding on hope well honestly if he just wants to have a great career and then if he did like two years at two million, then when the cap space frees up again, he might have an opportunity at a better contract. Yeah, even just sign him for one year, like if we have to. But I, I he wants, I don't know. It's a tough sell. Edmonton, right. it's fucking cold in the winter. Yeah, I'll but he that. loves the organization. He said he does. himself. He does. But the GM also said that we're going to see some big changes in Edmonton. So, of course, we're going to be getting a goalie. Fingers crossed. I hope I'm not jinxing our chances here, but. I really want a goalie. I like Stuart Skinner too. He's coming up. Like I'm sad that he didn't get more time. Koskinen's gone. He signed in the yeah, uh, Swedish, gone. Yeah. Swedish league gone. or Finnish yeah, league. I think it's Switzerland league. No, Switzerland. Swiss, league? Swiss. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, so, he's gone. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> it's clear to me that the Edmonton Oilers need a goaltender. Yeah. No offense to um, Smith. Smith. He stood on his head. He did his best. Yeah. But also, like, dude's four years old. He's on his way out. You got to plan for the future. For sure. Koskin wasn't, Koskin was an okay number two, but he was an okay number two at best. Yeah. 
Uh, Stuart no, Skinner, sure. uh, I mean, obviously there's still some development that needs to be done here. And that's one of the things I like about hockey is even when you make it to the show, your development's not fucking over. For sure. You, once you jump ship to the show, you gotta, you gotta develop, you gotta become better. Um, yeah. It's either the same thing as like the best player in the world right now, McDavid, in my humble opinion. He mm. is watching him every season he develops. I think there's an argument for Cole McCarr right now, man. For who? I, Cole McCarr? Kale McCarr, yeah. Oh, sorry. Kale McCarr? He, he, He's a good argu- defenseman. Dude, for a defenseman. like He's one of the best, yeah. He'll go he, down as uh, one of the best. He shouldn't be producing the way he's producing. He no. is amazing. Not since Bobby Orr has there been like a defenseman like this guy. For he's sure. so fast. He's so smart. So skilled. Like, I don't want to, yeah. I'm not knocking McDavid. McDavid's amazing. No, but, but for his craft, God. he's the, he like for the craft of a defenseman, he's really good. I wanted to give a tip on this while you brought it up. I don't often give out tips, but if you're in the market, if you can afford it, go and buy one of his fucking rookie cards graded right now while you can a young gun because they're going to fucking skyrocket if he wins the cup. And it's probably not the end for this kid if he wins the cup this year. Win or not win, he's only getting better. How much would it go cards for actually, now? What's that? How much would it go for now, right now? Probably a thousand bucks, I would say. And how much would it go for after he wins a cup? Maybe double. See, that's the thing. Like, I can't... The way you do things, because you play with house money, right? You don't, uh, when you do these things, because you started you started with something, obviously, but then you sell something, and then with that profit, you buy yeah. another thing, and then you sell yeah. that thing. So you, there's a lot of playing with house money when you do that. Yeah. I'm small fry, though. Like, I can't go buy this card. It's funny, yeah. because I gave John some tips, and, uh, like, when hot, his wife kind of gave me shit. She's like, stop fucking telling John this. But I told him, like, go, if, if you can afford it, Buy a fucking graded Connor McDavid 10 and for anything you can do. And also buy a uh, Leon Dreisaitl because Dreisaitl's fucking rookie card was going for $400. And I just wasn't. And it was like just pre-COVID when I told him all this. And during COVID, hockey cards skyrocketed. That same $400 card is now a $2,000 card. And like some of these things, these moments, excuse me, I don't always have the finances depending on where I'm at with, like you said, topping up on things. I don't... uh, have the money to do it but i have the information and i know these things i'm like guys like if you can i'll just tell i have a couple buddies that are like that my buddy Dwayne as well he's in a position where if i give him a tip he can act on it yeah. and you know we share those moments he'll if he sees something too like a, a knife he's a specialist with that kind of thing he'll give me a heads up like hey man there's a fucking one it's in a lifetime sale and this fucking thing you should buy it now later on down the road it's going to be xxx blah 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 like I don't know. It's just one of those things. Kale McCarr, he's a fucking superstar. Sorry it led into this, but yeah. Um, sorry to backtrack a little bit, but neither one of us gave our picks for the final. So oh, we're not done yet. No. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna say Tampa in six. Controversial, I know. I think I'm gonna say Avs in seven, man. I think it's yeah. gonna go back and forth, and but I think what's gonna cut what's gonna make the edge is the home ice advantage. Yeah. Um I don't I, I don't see Colorado losing at home. I also don't see Tampa Bay losing at home. That I is- would love to see in a way. I know this is like fucking blasphemy saying this to all the other fans out there, but I would love to see Colorado sweep Tampa to really show like we are fucking here 
and badass, and we're gonna sweep the former Stanley Cup champions twice. And also, as we said, like now that I'm in Halifax, like McKinnon's like a yeah, he just grew up like the next like he grew the Cole Harbors the block around my house, like it's it's the next town over. Like I'm right there, yeah. so um, you know something's got to be said for like you know if you want some good Canadian boys, like if you, I get that it would be nice if a Canadian team won. And I hate when Americans just like flaunt the fact that Canada has won the cup since 1993. Yeah. <clears throat> it's no big deal. But um, the thing is, um, uh, the thing is that if you look at any fucking roster, any fucking roster, you're yeah. going to see a vast majority of the roster is a Canadian team. Hundred percent. We've talked about this lots. Yeah, it, it, it's it's a hurtful thing. Is that that's like a thing that the, the U.S. is in constant competition of us, and we're just like kind of happy to just be around, and like they'll do yeah. things. And another American team wins the cup. Yeah, we get it, man. Like, congrats. They, they love like bringing that up, and I always laugh about it. Like you said, like I I even think that it's silly in ways that they like. I like that it's out of respect and stuff, and I like hearing it. Like the anthems at the beginning of the game. Yeah, it sets up like a Canada versus U.S. kind of feel to it, but it's not like that at all. It's hot. Like you said, there's teams. There's players from every country in the world, almost not all of them, obviously, but mm. people come from everywhere to play hockey and mm. you can't like when you're like, yeah, go America, but 90 or fucking 70% of your team is Canadian. That just sounds ridiculous. Like, what are you talking yeah. about? They're yeah. like, yeah, Colorado America won or whatever, or Tampa won. And you're like, okay, but yeah, they won. But like, you know, McKinnon's fucking Canadian, right? Like. You know, you're one of your best players, and you're at Langestog, is it? Is that how you say his name? Yeah, Langestog. Yeah, he's obviously not from the U.S. There's plenty of their team is not from the U.S. It's just funny that we have to draw into that. My dad always had a fun idea about that, that every team should have their own song, and before every game, the team That's how they do it in, uh, in Europe at, like, young ages, too. Yeah, that's cool. That'd be fun, like, to have – a good song you know that you could add to throughout the years and well like you but also like i feel like that's kind of growing have you not seen like what the crowds in colorado are doing like they are that's blasting songs. all yeah. the small things by blink 182 why that so, like of all songs i don't know what it is i'm i I'm, maybe <laughs> i'll look it up uh, i'll look it up right now but because it, it's a thing that actually intrigues me yeah crystal got yeah. to do that in boston with sweet caroline yeah at the baseball game singing that like it's so much fun when you sing with a crowd. I fucking love it. It's just fun when you have that. And uh, Ohio State has one too. Um, hang on, Sloopy. Yeah. I, I know that because of a fight that fought in the UFC, but the OHIO, it's like, fuck yeah, man. I'd love if we had that. Okay, so here's what I got here. Um, so why did all the small things tradition begin? It dates back to 2019 when an in-house avalanche DJ Craig Turney known as DJ Triple T, was looking for a way to engage fans during games. Turney played the song during a stoppage one game, and fans loved it so much that the Avalanche game presentation team looked for a way to incorporate it into big moments. That moment, during the third period, when the Avalanche held a comfortable lead or during a, 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 or just during a stoppage for fun. So why all the small things of all songs? Because Turney heard it on a song throwback station one day in his car and really clicked with it. What a song, right? Turney said. So Kasha Cadrack of Colorado uh, to Sasha Cadrack of uh, ColoradoAvalanche.com. You don't even have to like rock. That song is just one of those feel-good universal tunes that you can help. You can't help but sing to. Fair enough. Oh, 
Yeah, so he's got pretty popular. Mark Hoppus, co- uh, basis co-lead singer of Blink-182, approved of the uh, Avalanche fans uh, tradition on Twitter. Like, it's become a much, much bigger deal. Like, okay, so that's cool. It's just like a random happenstance. It's just, I like it. Got the crowd going to a point where just like, <clears throat> all right, I guess everyone it. loves this song. It's probably why Sweet Caroline sung in Boston. Like, I don't know what the deal with Neil Diamond is in Boston, but I, to sing Sweet Caroline in the seventh inning stretch has become tradition. And now I yeah, hope this... I think he's from there, maybe. Yeah. That would make sense. Uh, I can I'll I'm doing I'm doing some serious Googling today. I'll do that. Hey, I'll... there's nothing wrong with that. You're the fucking tech guy, right? So you gotta be on top of these things. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's cool. Like I love the idea of singing. Like I've gotten to be at many games where every single fan I've been in for years has been singing uh Canada oh Canada and the US song. Yeah. It's pretty nice. Uh so uh Neil Diamond is from Brooklyn, New York. Okay. So now I'm looking up. So how did this somewhat goofy tradition start? During a 1997 game at Fenway Park, Amy Toby, an employee charged with ballpark music during the season, played Sweet Caroline because someone because uh, someone she knew had just had a baby named Caroline. For the next few years, the song would be played on selected occasions of the ballpark. Um, I think it's just another time where just a goofy song played and the crowd, it, it's just those things. Like if it gets the crowd fucking going, yeah. everyone loves it i i kind of love that it's the uh, sorry this is just universally loved and now this is just ours now please and thank you for sure it's like i guess edmonton kind of has that now with la bamba after a win yeah they play it in the stadium so it's fun too in that way play la bamba baby yeah but yeah i love that little kid um what's ben. his name ben yeah i'm a cute little guy I, i'm i'm rooting for him so much i hope yeah for sure out. It was a nice, like, feel-good story at the end of last season into the playoffs, right? Mm -hmm. It's so cool the power that some people have being a celebrity that can, like, really instill hope and, like, just just being there. Some of the charity work that people, the the stars do over the years, it's it's fucking pretty cool to see. Honestly, it's nice. And I know that St. Louis did it uh, with their... The local girl there, I can't remember her name, but she was just a diehard St. Yeah, Louis fan I going through the same too, thing. Yeah. Like, I, I, I love the, I also love like the fan engagement. Like, you were there for like the Joey years in Edmonton. Yeah. So you probably know, like, I only, like, when I got there, I think he had just passed away. Um, right. But I always pa- drove past that mural on 99th Street of just. He meant how, a lot to the he city. Meant a lo- he he a meant a lot to the city. Him. Yeah. And like, if you listen to Spitting Chicklets, um, like Wit talks about his time in Edmonton and how what like Joey meant to him. Joey, any Edmonton Oiler comes on the podcast, they talk about what that um, what that guy meant to the Oilers and all this stuff. Like Wit said, he bought him a pair of new shoes, took him to the store, never bought him a new pair of shoes, and he just never wore them. Like he took him to West Edmonton Mall. Bought him a pair of new shoes, and then the guy just never wore them. And he's just like, all right. <laughs> no, it's good. Like, I love uh, the impact, like I said, that pe- people can have on the community. And Joey, it's funny because he had a huge impact on the community with, like, the things that he did and, like, the fundraisers he attended and the things that he brought to the table. Not only for the team, like, after a loss, he was the hype man being like, oh, wash it off, wash it off. And, like, You know, I remember, I think it was Ryan Nugent Hopkins was talking about that Joey was like a huge, huge wrestling fan. So they like do moves with him and like just 
the spirit that people have sometimes it's wonderful yeah and i, I love hearing that stuff i just uh it makes all the generations happy. too that joey moss got to fucking be in the locker room with from gretzky yeah. all the yeah. way like had and, he been there since the 80s yeah anyway. gretzky was gretzky was the one who brought him in Oh, really? Do you know yeah, the story about that at all? I It's very vague. I can't like speak to it exactly, but I think it was through some of the work that Gretzky done in the community is how he met Joey. And then immediately he started attending like, and we're talking like, I think from the time he was like 16 or 17 Gretzky when uh, Joey started coming around, something like that. It's a very early story to the Oilers. So he's been there right from the get go. That's, that's fucking sweet. Um, you know, and I still, I love how much Edmonton still means to Gretz. Like, you know, like he goes in the room during Oil King games. He he still has this love for Edmonton yeah. as a city. Like, you know, he didn't pick them to win against hey, Calgary I, in his. Uh, I, I was gonna say something about that too, but I'm like, I gotta forgive him. He did but, more for us than that moment. No, but even then, like he has so much love for the city. If you look at it strictly from an analytical point of view, yeah. Edmonton had no business winning that series analytically i don't like you right now <laughs> it's like how no, the we Toronto... weren't supposed to win yeah we were the underdogs yeah yeah, yeah. and they, and then that's what it was and if you look at if, if you look at anything analytically like if you look at the roster at the toronto maple leafs they should be in the stanley cup final right now that's true yeah analytically speaking they Things should on be paper. no more using the word analytically that's it you, you don't like your it? limit <laughs> you don't like it no i'm just fucking with you um I don't know. It is what it is in those situations. It's, it's tat for tit and you can't really blame Gretzky. I don't No, You're the only one here that's upset with him. <laughs> I'm upset with him. Yeah, but it's okay. Yeah. yeah you don't we be can hug it out. Great one on the podcast, man. We, no, no, we can hug it out. It's fine. Yeah. Not a big deal. I love Gretzky. You know, he was never, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I need you to help me find something. I want to get my hands on this. If you can find a blank one, that's perfect. I want a 2XL blue copper Oilers jersey. Like the one that you have. You, you have one of them. Okay. Uh, you, know what I'm, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. If you can find a 2XL version of that, I've been trying to I, – I, I look on like customthrowbacks.com. I looked every so often, but like if you can help me find one of these. Yeah, I, it's funny because you mentioned on one podcast, we were talking about it together about our yeah. favorite – you know, and I've been keeping my eyes open for it. I've seen a few, but I was unsure of the exact size. So I'll, yeah. I'll keep an eye out for the two. You find a two XL one, man. I'll be very, uh, I'll be very pleased with you. We'll do. I mean, I have like two Oilers jerseys, but I feel like I have one from like different, like different eras of Oilers. Like I personally, I love the the OG orange and blue. Like that is my favorite version of it. Yeah, I, I love do that not too. like the dark navy blue and orange. Like it's. Uh, I don't know. To me, it's not an Oilers jersey. That's fair. Um, it's a little like the new age stuff, right? Even yeah, the and, and, and I'm a, I'm a classics guy at best. Like I love a simple jersey. That's why yeah. like all of my favorite jerseys are just like the simple three colors that rotate. But if you start like when Dallas did their neon green jersey, fuck right on off. Really, that was terrible. Like, but I'm the same boat as you. I like a. I don't know. The classic original Oilers jersey is my favorite, of course, the away. Like, or the, yeah, it was the away at the time, the dark one. Yeah. But uh, there's some good ones. Like, I enjoy the uh, orange one now. I didn't like it at first when I first the saw orange it. I was one, like, yeah, no, the orange one grew on me. The orange crush one grew on me. Yeah, it grew on me. Like, I wear, that's the one of the ones that I have. It, is it, 
that it grew on you or is that the blue one's just so bad that it makes the orange one better like the new dark blue one yeah i, I don't hate that one i like that it's just for friday night games sometimes that that's yeah. how we applied it and i don't know it, it's not like you said it's not a classic oilers jersey to me i do like there's something to be said for some of the specialty jerseys yeah. i have like one of the practice jerseys that uh, it was taylor hall's like practice used jerseys yeah and i like that one like it's light baby blue you might have seen pictures of it i think i have yeah yeah but anyways i like that one a lot and i've seen like the saint patrick's day green one how sick would i don't it be? i don't i i get the i don't like it when they do that yeah, the army ones, the pink ones, the purple ones. I don't mind some of them. Like, I'm not, I don't own any of those ones. Like, I do have the baby blue one, like I was saying. But there's times where I'm like, it'd be fucking sick to go to a St. Patrick's Day Oilers game wearing that green jersey, you know? Yeah, but you get to wear it once in the season. Like, I get, like, I... I, I agree with you. I, I, I just, I'm not a fan of the, 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 the cash grab. The NHL teams make enough money. You're right. Like it's just a every a fucking year now like, we get a New Jersey and that's and, bullshit. And like you don't need to reinvent the wheel when it comes to these like classic teams. Like the Montreal Canadiens have never changed their jersey in the years. Like if anything, it's a thing in the collar, maybe laces on the chest, like yeah, slightly slightly tweak, but at its core, it has been the same jersey. Uh, the only time that they've done different kind of jerseys is when they were doing the the centennial when they were paying tribute to the jerseys of the past. Yeah. But well, you're saying this, but also you did like the, didn't you say you liked the Oilers uh, Todd McFarlane design one? I do. I do like that, but that, but uh, hear me out on this. That was the Oilers jersey for me for the majority of my life. Okay. Like but I grew not- up, like, like to me, that was their jersey until I found out like the past, like, you know what I mean? Like the, we don't have like nineteen. There was a couple so, seasons where they wore that. Yeah, so, like it was a good chunk of time, and then like my dad liked them so much that he actually took that kind of design and used them in like uh, a summer hockey team. He did like he. Oh, that's like, cool. And that's like why I have that love for that jersey. Okay, that's a very good explanation. Um, I didn't like I didn't like the 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 drop the 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 drop of oil the you know that the other Todd McFarlane. Yeah. One I didn't care that much for it. Um, There's been a lot over the years. But where the Oilers have nailed it is in their original jersey. They kept the same logo on the copper ones, and that's why I liked it. Like, it's it looked more, like, it's that classic style. Like, it's a similar style to what the Habs jersey would be like. It's like the stripes with the logo, like, where the stripes should be, like, around the tail end of the jersey and all that. I don't know. I just always liked it. I've always been a fan. And then, like, the retroness of it makes me want to have it now. And it's a thing that I've always missed. Makes sense. Um, Curious question actually for you, because you did grow up like around Quebec off and on and, you know, still have a lot of ties there. Is there a lot of people who were Nordiques fans that are now strictly Colorado fans because of that transition? Absolutely. Yes, man. Um, Okay. There are one, the Nordiques left, they either became a Colorado avalanche fan or they just root for anyone that aren't the Canadians. Fair like, enough. I was wondering because there it, had to have been a rivalry between. Oh, dude, it, it, have you ever watched the old classic matchups between? No, I haven't. It, go on YouTube. There was like the Eastern Massacre or something like that. <laughs> Careers ended in that the the fucking fights they used to have. <laughs> really? Um, a local hockey coach when I was growing up was Wally Weir, who was like a local fucking bruiser for the fucking Quebec Nordiques. The stories he would share, like 
if you go in, like I got Francois Lacombe was another guy I know that played for the Nordiques back in the heyday. Like the shit that used to go on between uh between uh these teams is just that's funny like it was violent it was unbelievably unbelievably violent i wish i could have like so i have no memory of the quebec nordiques the hartford whalers really um, the minnesota north stars um i remember them all sir yeah but like I was five. Yeah, what a time when to they, be alive. When they kind of moved or became different teams, like yeah. when the Nordiques went to Colorado, that was the 1995-1996 season. Yeah. I was five years old. Mm. I remember the, the Bashkwa winning the cup. Like, I remember it. And I like, fun, fun fact about this, Josh was a Nordiques fan. Was he really? Yeah, he didn't go with my dad's Oilers, like... He was a Nordiques fan and then they moved and he was a Colorado fan while Forsberg and Sackick were still playing. Yeah. Still an Oilers fan too, obviously. It's like he was more like you in that sense where you have like Montreal's your fucking team, but you like the Oilers and you yeah. like, you know, he was like that. He was I, I also like hockey. Like that's my other thing is like there's nothing yeah. to stop me from wanting to get a jersey at a game I went to just so I can be it's a good memento of, for just you, to yeah. be a part of it, right? But yeah. like, if someone asked me what I was, I'm a I'm like the Hamilton Bulldogs in 2004. I belong to both Montreal Canadiens and the other sure. What a kick like, in the sack it must have been for all the Nordiques fans to lose their team, just as they like had a fucking dynasty team, like amazing team. With- it, it, it's so unfortunate, man. And I, yeah. I I don't know that they were in such a rough spot that they had to go. Yeah, like I don't know that. Like I I don't know. I yeah. would have to do a bunch of research and like I think it's I can- just politics too, like of the time, yeah. right? And it's a thing where the Montreal Canadian, like more Canadian teams can't hurt the NHL. No. I get that our, our dollar sucks. Like I get yeah. that. But wouldn't more NHL teams kind of help with that? I, 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 maybe, I don't know. Maybe it'll help with an economy. Because if you do actual research, like I've seen, I've, I've Googled this, like there are cities in Canada that you wouldn't expect that could hold an NHL team, but could logistically Logistically speaking, could yeah. hold an NHL team. Halifax, where I live now, could logistically hold an NHL team. There's, but I, honestly, it's the same thing with Saskatchewan, with yeah. Saskatoon. Yeah, you either you, have you Saskatoon or Regina. You don't could think it, them. but they'd fucking sell out every goddamn game because the fans there are so intense. And the fans there are so starved for entertainment as well. Exactly. Like, like uh, people tell me like things in Halifax sell out all the time. Not even if because they're fans, it's because there's nothing like there's nothing like seeing a live show. And the fact that something would come here, people are all for it. Like I just bought tickets to John Mulaney. I got my buddy. Uh, I had the presale code. I gave it to my buddy. I was like, listen, you have the day off. I need you to do me a favor. I need two tickets to John Mulaney. Okay. I'll, I'll give you cash. I'm teaching a class. I can't fucking stop it in the middle of the class to go do this thing. They'll, they'll tell on me. So I was just like, <laughs> You got to do it. And he fucking stepped up to the plate. Shout out to my buddy Tyson. Stepped up to the plate. Got the ticket. So I'm going to John Mulaney November 4th. I got tickets to Tom Segura. I'm in the fucking nosebleeds because I was late to the fucking idea, but I'm still fucking going. Um, Man, like. And now, like, I'm like, I'm waiting for the 22nd because I'm going to go get season tickets to the Mooseheads. I'm going to get season tickets to the lacrosse team here. I'm leaning into everything that happens here i fucking love it 
Good. That's awesome, dude. You should. It's fucking, this is a chapter of your life that you'll never redo. Right. Yeah. So why not fucking do it? Like, and you know, you, sometimes you might miss a game, but who gives a shit? Give it away. Then it yeah. gives you that opportunity to share it with someone else. Right. Yeah. No, it's exactly it. There's always, there's a bunch of guys at work that go to the game. So I'm going to get a seat in that section. Nice. And if I can't make it to a game, guess what I'm going to do? I'm like, Hey, I got this extra, I got my ticket. I can't make it. Do you want to go watch them? Awesome. No, that's cool, man. I'm happy for you to be able to do that. It's fun to do things in your community. It, it's honestly, it's, it's one of the best things I've done since coming here. It's just finding the cool shit to do and then do them. And then, you know, the friends that I have made here have been amazing. I've met some of the best people I've ever met in my entire life while working here. It, awesome. I, I say it every day. Moving to Halifax was one of the best decision, decisions I've ever made. I hate the idea of fate in most ways, but also sometimes it feels like things are meant to be sometimes in life. Yeah. And it's, it's good, well, man. You, you know what, man? I came to Halifax. I tricked my work into sending me to Halifax for training. Uh, I didn't need to do the training. It was an obsolete training, but I was like, this is the last one they're ever going to do for you. You better send it to me or else we're going to. Uh, yeah. So I, I came and I did it. And, uh, I fell in love with the city, man. I fell in love with the city in like 2016. And I remember my old office when I was a trainer in FedEx, like I had pictures up of the Nova Scotia flag and the sky, city skyline of Halifax. I had that picture on my wall because you put it out there. You put it out in the universe. One way or another, I'm going to fucking get there. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I don't know. One way or another, it's going to happen. And you know, the way that this winding road has brought me here, I've no regrets on anything I've done in my life, but the fucking a, I got here. I, I made it here. I, I, I'm one of those guys that I'll tell you, I'm going to do something may not happen tomorrow. May not happen next week, <laughs> but I will fucking do it. I'm the exact same way, brother. Yeah. Always like you're determined when you, once you set your mind to something, it's amazing when it comes to fruition, but I want to do a quick shout out. I, uh, well, yeah. a shout out and tell you the story if you're okay to move on. I mean, I'm, I'm cool with it. So I went to a concert last night. First time I've been to a concert in a long time. <clears throat> Not as illustrious as your eyes just blew up, but Kieran's son, Xavier, he's 15. He's in high school. They had a recital play. Like, in the band. <laughs> you need to work on your presentation of things. <laughs> I just got a flashback to when you I went to a show last, last show, night yeah. and it was a fucking I went to a rock show last night <laughs> and it was like a literal rock <laughs> show. Like, Man, I'm, dude, I'm like, giving these you kids me credit. so excited to just pull the fucking rug right underneath me. Hey, I'm not pulling rug though. It was like, it was fucking awesome. They did I went like... to a concert last night, watched this 50 year old boy do a recital. It was great. <laughs> no, that's not a show. Yeah, it was a show. It was the whole band, and it was really cool to see live music again. It had been a little while. It was fucking awesome. <laughs> you, you've been away from live music for so long that your bar is so it was damn fun. good, I gotta say. <laughs> Kieran's gonna hear this or is he really be like, he's a fucking asshole. I'm just making fun of you and how you present things. Well, I think it was a great presentation. I saw live music. Like, you can undersell things, but I like to sell them for what it meant in the moment. And it was fucking awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm live sorry, music. I love this. No, it's funny. I like it um i enjoy live music of all varieties skill level you know obviously kids are learning you know but it was damn good like i was impressed i was fucking blown away 
<laughs> I like that you don't uh, think that the skill level could be there for high school kids that you're like balking at it. I'm like, yeah, they're fucking good, man. No, no, I thought no, it was I'm not, great. I'm not laughing at the fact of the skill level. I am laughing at the fact that you said, you know, because, you know, for high school kids, they're, they're also still learning. So it's like, let me sell you on this point too. That's, you know, they're beginners. So let's not I'm judge an them too hard. <laughs> I'm an enthusiastic person. When I see something awesome, I fucking sell it as yeah, awesome. No, it's fine. I'm sorry for laughing at you so hard. <laughs> it's okay. It doesn't bother it, me that much. It, was really it hurt funny. a little, but it doesn't bother me that it much. It was really funny how you built this up. <laughs> what blew it. me away too is like, Xavier's a very shy kid. Yeah. He doesn't like if he doesn't even want to like if he goes to someone's birthday, he's shy to even be like happy birthday. Like he's just a shy kid. So it blew me away to like see him on stage. Mm-hmm. And he had he was like uh played some woodwind instruments and some drums as part of it. And it was just fuck. I was like, holy shit, he so plays this was like, like orchestra band. This was like yeah. high school band. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just I never expected a for him to sign up for it necessarily because of his shyness, like trying to get him to go on stage throughout his childhood doing like Christmas. It's always been a struggle, but he signed up for this on his own and went through it. So I was like, I was fucking proud of him to see that he jumped out of his shell to do it. You know what I mean? That it was just like, holy fuck. And like, you don't realize um, the skill that some people have, like that he would be music musically inclined like that. And it's cool mm-hmm. to see that in kids as they develop. Like, I don't know. It's just fun. Another yeah. cool thing that happened on a side note, I won't sell it much. It's not that big a deal. Um, Josh's son, Ethan got his license and two days later got a car. So he's, he's now our, we, he works for me, which is kind of nice. Like not at my job, but as a dog sitter on the weekends oh, okay. when we want to go out of town and don't want to bring the dogs with us. Okay. So it's sweet side money for him, but he did it last weekend. And so he brought his brand new car over and was like, like new to him, like, Holy, like uncle shot. I got a car. Like, I'm like, I'm so car, proud of you, man. Like it's fucking awesome to Dude, see. I'm like, it took me 35 years. I did. I was like, you did it quicker than your uncle. Good job. Yeah. And you know, it was just was one of those... like you too. Was he a label on the whole car thing? Or was it What's just that, sorry? Uh, Josh was probably 21, I would say. It was shortly after he had his first kid and realized that getting in a fucking bus with a grocery shopping and a child in a stroller was really fucking annoying. And that pushed him to get his car. So. Okay. And then Jen, was she straight to the license? She too, had or? kids. No, she had kids um, already, I think, when she got her license as well. So uh-huh. she was probably like 25, I want to say, something like that. None of us had our license at 16. But Ethan, I think, is probably the youngest of the sides of our core. Good for him. Good for him. That, that, that I like. That's a nice little milestone. Good for him on getting that. Yeah, for sure. I was happy to hear. It's nice to see. It's funny when kids are growing up. Like Jen's son, Mason, is 14 years old, and he is 6'3". Yeah. He is fucking tall. Ethan's 6'2". I'm six feet tall, so I'm fairly tall. Yeah, but, but Josh is a fucking giant. No, like, he's I'm like 6'1", 6'2". Is he really? I thought he was taller than that. I got... He's a couple inches taller in, than me. In my head, he's 6'4". Yeah. No, he's not there. But like these kids, man, you're like, holy shit, like they're getting tall. I'm like, yeah. I'm getting, A, I'm getting old. All of my nephews are now almost taller than me. Hayden's still got a little ways to go before he can creep up past me, but my uh one of my nephews matthew um joanne's youngest her son he's a fucking monster he's like i think he's six five and he's just like stocky build like the one year at christmas 
I've been having fucking back pain. I think I might have told you so I had back pain for months. Matthew hugged me goodbye and he like wrapped around me, picked me up and shook me. And my back cracked like 1700 times in that fucking hug. And I was like, I'm cured. This is a fucking miracle cure. When I landed on the ground, I was like, oh my God, like Matthew, if I fucking my back fucked up, fucks up again, I'm coming to get you. But Locker. it's just cool seeing like all these kids growing up. Like I've seen them all from the time they were babies yeah. now to being like fucking men. And you're yeah. like, Jesus, Jesus. Well, like all the kids in my life are just getting uh, up there in age. Like I know, like, like Paige, she just graduated from preschool. So this kid's going into elementary school. Ben is turning, just turned five. Like shocking. Like it's, it's shocking. just, and like he's getting so big. Like even like last time I saw him, we would we play fight all the time because he loves wrestling. So he's just he wants to beat me up. Like <laughs> I don't know what it is with small children, but they just see me and they just want to fucking attack me. Yeah, I'm and getting he, close now to where I have to tell Ethan to fuck off. Yeah, because he's six two. He's strong. He's young. He's been training in kung fu since he was probably seven or eight years old when me and Josh yeah. started back in the day too. And he hasn't stopped. So he's a good fighter. And I'm going to have to hurt him to stop him at this point. Cause you, you're just like standing there talking and I'll be talking to Josh. And then Ethan throws a punch and hits me in the face. And I'm like, you motherfucker. So then we start scrapping and Chris was like, stop fucking fighting with Ethan. Like, he just punched me in the face. Yeah. I have no choice. Like, and we're good. So yeah. we're like throwing, like, I gotta be careful with him. Cause he's like his dad. Josh has, like you said, he's fucking tall. He yeah. has a reach advantage on me. And yeah. same with Ethan. Now he's got fucking gangly long ass arms and his fucking fist can be in my chin and i'm not even touching him so the only way to defeat these fucking lanky tall bastards is to like bull them and rush and then i'm like i can't i hit my poor little nephew who's yeah. now bigger than me and younger and stronger probably soon like i don't want to hurt him so i'm like hey ethan like stop trying to hurt me because i don't want to have to like hurt you <laughs> can i can i ask you a hypothetical so you go away for weekends, Ethan watches the dogs and all that stuff. Does he house it too? Or is he just Yeah. So teenage boy. Yeah. Has a house to himself. Yeah. Think he's brought a girl over? I told him he's not allowed to bring boys over, but he can bring as many girls over as he wants. Well, that's not cool. What if he's gay? I will. If he were, it's I very, like, that's not very he's inclusive a, of you. He's not. He's very open with me. And I've told him from the time he was fucking five years old, yeah. whoever you love, buddy, I'll love him too. Doesn't fucking yeah. matter. And they all know that I'm not a judgmental okay. person. All right. All right. But yeah, I say girls because I know he's got a girlfriend and he's interested in girls. And okay, good. I'm all for my my nephews, my nieces, like whatever you guys want to do. I'm fucking 100 percent behind you. OK. All right, cool. I just wanted to have yeah. that conversation. I, yeah, guess, I'm I down. think I don't want to be that kind of uncle here. too. Of just like when I said to Chris, I said this in front of Crystal. I was like, "No, none of your fucking boyfriends are allowed over, but you can have as many girls as you want." And then, I, and then Crystal was like, "John, he can have his friends over too if he wants." Like, we have a pool table here. We have a sweet fucking setup. And I'm like, you know, you're, "Bring your girlfriend a little bit, over. maybe." But no, Ethan's Ethan's always been like. I was, I've always been so proud of these kids. Like I remember one of the first times I saw this kindness and generosity. Nathan was at his like fourth birthday party. He was this tiny little guy and this girl came over to the party and she was crying because her mom had just left her there and she was new to the party. Didn't know anyone. He walked over and put his hand. I was like, here, hi, I'm Ethan. This is my birthday party. Like you don't have to be sad here. You can come and hang out with all of us. And he grabbed her by the hand and brought her into the party to like have fun with the other kids. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, holy fuck. Like, 
what little kid has that like every yeah. kid's different but just his genuine kindness and now he's in university to become a nurse and i'm like yeah. fuck that's perfect like you are a caregiver like i've seen yeah. that from the time he was a kid you know yeah i remember when i first met ethan it was at your dad's big birthday bash there and i brought all those like mini hockey sticks something we had like a mud hockey game in the backyard and that's Hayden funny and uh uh I'm going to say Christensen, but that's not right. What's the, what's your other nephew's name? Uh, Tayden and uh, Mason. Yeah. Mason and Hayden and uh, Ethan, when all of us were just playing hockey and all that stuff on the fucking mud. And it was a, honestly, it was a time like everyone, yeah. and like, he, like he was included. I fucking kid smiling ear to ear, just having a time was goofing around on the dirt. Like it was a, for sure. Yeah. And no, I, that was a, that was a good day, man. That was a good it's day. It's nice to see a young sides man coming up too. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he's 20 year old. He's a sides fights for our clan. And it's cool yeah. to see the next generation coming up beyond us. Yeah, man. Like, and he's at the head of the pack. Like uh, Avery's going to be uh, like, motherfucker, yeah. I'm older than him. And so Avery as well. <laughs> yeah. Avery as well. But like, they're the heads of the pack. Like yeah. they're the oldest of that generation. For like, sure. The next up, I'm pretty sure is Paul's son. Who's. Yeah. Who? That's crazy, hey, because Josh had kids young and he they would they were the oldest of all the yeah, sides as well. Yeah. So and then so yeah. it goes like yeah, so, so like it goes Josh's kids, Jen's kids, and then um are are, are her kids sides though? Like I mullets. know that like huh? Mullets. Mullets. Really? Yeah, M-U-L-L-E-T. Side mullets? What's that? Side mullets, yeah. Jen so, uh, would have been awesome if she asked uh, her if that when Paul, she was married. Paul, uh, Paul's baby mama, his last name is Burns. So, like, they're right there. Sideburns is just awesome. right fucking there. <laughs> like, it's just... Uh. <laughs> you always, when you fucking see people with this opportunity, it just pisses yeah. me off so much when they don't take advantage yeah. of it. It's like, you could have done it. You could have done it. Why didn't you do it? Yeah, I always bug my friend Chris because his last name is, is Munz, M-U-N-Z, and he married um, a Van Dyke. So he could have been, or a Von Dyke. So he could have been the Von Munzes. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, you're like, just take it. But, he, you know, it's a, it's a little fucking tap in, man. It's a tap yeah. in. Yeah, exactly. It's there. But yeah, no, it's cool to see. Um, I had one more point that I was going to make on this. Uh, oh, uh, okay. This is what it is. I remember now. The other day, I was with Avery, Ethan, Mason, and Hayden. And the, somehow it came up. Avery and Ethan were battling back and forth about who was the better babysitter of the boys. And so they Avery turned to them. He's like, she's like, I need to know this. I want you guys to tell me right now, who is your more favorite babysitter, me or Ethan? And they're both like, Ethan. And she's like, are you kidding me? And they're like, yeah, well, yeah. Like he let us watch TV. And she's like, I prepared activities for you guys and actually worked on those activities. So you guys would have fun. And they're like, you made us do work. And it was like the funniest fucking slap in the face I've ever seen from these. <laughs> He's like, she thought she'd done this amazing fucking job. Like I am an amazing babysitter. And Ethan was like, did lowest amount possible. And they fucking like, well. we just want to watch. We just want to yeah. watch some TV. She was like, I am fucking genuinely like offended right now. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember like Kate and Allison were respectfully like babysitters for me and Michelle, uh, years and years and years ago i know they like kate had like a recording of like random kids poetry stuff like fuzzy was he was a bear kind of stuff <laughs> and like yeah. i had it on a cassette tape and then i don't allison said she babysat us yeah 
I can't physically remember it. That's funny. I know Kate did because I have evidence to it. So if yeah. Allison and Kate are listening. Sorry, this was years <laughs> ago. Like you're older, be more responsible. I don't know. You take credit for this. I don't know. Pretty uh, much, pretty much. That's funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Did you know? I don't know if you knew this, but I guess this podcast released on Monday. So Allison's getting married on the Friday of the week that this is releasing, right? Yeah. Uh, I wanted to go so bad. I got to shoot her a message because I I haven't said anything. I've just been all over the place with moving, getting myself settled. And it like, I know I come off selfish, but this is like, well, it's why I can't do it. It's we were planning on going me and crystal, but work got in the way. Neither of us were able to get the time away. Like Jen and my dad are going, uh, are going to drive down there. We were thinking of attending as well, but unfortunately we weren't able to because of previous. I feel bad because Allison, like at any time Allison comes to Montreal, like while I was there, she would drop me a line right away. Yeah. She does that to me too. In Edmonton. I have, I keep like the last time I was, I can't even remember what we were doing, but I was stuck and I'm fuck. I really want to like, like I love that she's reaching out, and if you're listening well, to us why right you, now, why don't you just go down to Calgary for a re- yeah? Well, it's now that we have just a down the road, vehicle. like now I know it's like have... a long way down the road, but it's mm-hmm. literally just down the road. Now that and we she have has a this amazing vehicle. house that she does not stop bragging about, like I can't wait to see it. Like I got to make a yeah. trip out to Calgary just to see it. But um, yeah, that's my plan. No. I actually should give. I know what you inspired me. I'm going to give her a call after we wrap up on this podcast. Just to be okay. like, hey man, because like she even like affects me. Like uh, like. Our relationship now, like she's very much like us. Like I oh, love yeah. it because she's she's got a mouth on her yeah. and she's got an opinion on her. <laughs> but she's like vegan, which is also throws me through a loop. But like, but like when it comes to like sides, like how you and I view the sides family, like I I don't know, like we're basing this on ourselves. So this is what it's like to be a fucking sides, pretty much. But, uh, <laughs> but like no, she's like so much like one of us, and she'll. She, and she gets riled up she gets riled up and she has her own version of uh nerdy shit that she absolutely loves like right here actually like a book i'm reading right now i'll throw it right in front of you uh like it's because it's right handy to me like i hate it when i do this. the magician yeah her recommendation nice literally her recommendation i loved she it actually- when when we went down to calgary for kevin smith and we yeah. met up with her it was fucking awesome like that was my first encounter really and yeah. just sit there like you we talked about Buffy for probably like a half an hour the three of us just like hardcore bantering and it was like yeah. it felt like family and that's the shit that's in our DNA and, and know what the best part is is that the three of us at that moment hardly knew each other yeah like I like I knew Kate uh Kate and Allison up until I was like six years old and then life right yeah and then but like to have that we don't know each other as people, right? We share a bond and all that stuff. And what, like, I think you've said it a bunch of times. It's like our second encounter. You, your friends are like, hold on one fucking second. You guys never. This is like this is meeting yeah. number two. <laughs> and then, like, you, like there's the similarities that come without, without having each other yeah. in our lives. Like, oh, it, 100%. it's insane to me. It is insane that that is ingrained in us to a certain point everywhere it is it's beautiful it's Honestly, cool it's beautiful it's how it is yeah you, you can go like that's my fucking blood right there and you can see it happening in front of you and it's just it's pretty yeah. neat and yeah, there's yeah. lots of us too like we you know we talk about this from time like uh, my dad and jack just went to the mountains together i don't know if you saw that at all on the internet 
I uh, dude, I took Facebook off my oh, phone. You were I, saying that, yeah. Anyways, I, they, I, they went. Uh, my dad went down to Jack's place, and then they took off for Bant for the day and went up the gondola and like walked all the way to the top of the mountain on the staircase and just had a day together. And it's cool that that generation, like our fathers, the brothers are starting to like do things together and make yeah. connections again. And it's like, I mean, it, maybe we had something to do with that too, because of like our connection, the podcast, and we're opening the lines of communication with everyone in ways through this. I hope well, I'm sure but it, it just fires. Cool. It has, it has to inspire something like you and For I sure. talk weekly about just random nonsense, but it's yeah. all conversation that you and i have and it's how you and i stay in each other's life and we yeah we brought jen on we brought deanna on we brought paul on yeah we'll bring josh on like it is a way that we you know it, it is a way that we keep each other in our lives it's it's built a relationship like i told you before on this podcast based on this show alone i think i can compete with crystal and uh kieran for uh a, a match game with you like i think i could <laughs> actually for sure you're getting to know me and that's what's fun about it too is like we don't know who's listening out there always because we just record and put it out there sometimes people comment to us but fucking there's people listening you know there's other sides listening out there too right now yeah there's there's also other people that are complete fucking strangers to us us, yeah and and it's funny how everything about you and i because we just put it all on front street every every week which is wicked in that way too right like i've thought about that if we had a super fan that was like that new fucking listen to every episode it would be fucked up if they came up to you and started talking you're like holy shit like even yeah. your buddies that don't know me or my buddies that don't know you they fucking know you that they know a big me. you wanted me to do something this week this actually reminds me of something give me one second yeah no worries i'll ramble on uh the other shout out i have to do i'll actually do it while you're gone um it's kieran's birthday this week happy birthday kieran uh, it was just andrea's 30th birthday and they have birthdays close together so uh happy birthday I didn't forget this year. (laughs) I'm sending you something on your phone. Yeah, bear with me briefly. Yeah, no worries. I have it next to me, luckily. Because uh, he's going to love that I do this. But um, you asked me what Addison looked like because you have a vision of him in your head. Yeah. Um, I would like you to explain to me what you think he looks like and then i'm gonna go ruin your picture okay so don't like okay i see what you're saying so to me i'm imagining someone he's got like he's darker like he's darker skinned i'm guessing he's not white just based on ass and i don't is that bad am i not supposed to say that anyways that's just what he has like stubble but not a beard or a mustache he probably doesn't often rock any facial hair I've, and I feel like he might not even have hair on the top of his head. I'm just getting that look of him where he's like either bald, balding, or just keeps it fucking really short all the time. That's my idea. But like, oh, so big eyes, like a goofy kind of like face, like a really like a big smile. Like, I feel like if he's in the room and he smiles, people notice that he's got like a big fucking smile. That Those are the things. And like, I'm going to say five, eight. I think that he's on the skinnier side of things, less muscle than like, maybe he's not like skinny, but like a little bit bigger, not like husky in any way, but not like muscular. I don't imagine him being like a big fucking built ass guy. How'd I do? Um, pretty terribly. Actually. Yeah. Um, 
pretty awful. Uh, is he I'm, like Indian? Like I, I would guess that he's like of a India descent from India. You think Addison is from India? Yeah. Um, that's my like the tone of his skin that I see in my vision. I, I'm going to just send you a quick picture of him. And then we're going to go from there. But um, just awful. When you talk about him, I don't know him. I hear his emails. I'm just pulling off of like what the fuck you've told me. So my description of him is bad. I've never said a thing that he looks like. The only thing that you got right is his big smile. Yeah. You're right. That is absolutely right. Addison does have this big old smile that it's a little infectious. It's uh, yeah, he's got that. But I'm waiting for this picture. I'm excited now. Oh, no, I just I sent it to Addy by accident. <laughs> That's funny. I'm he's going to love this because you gonna... said he loves when we talk about oh, him. So. You know, I wonder was... what he thought of me describing him. So here's here's a recent one where he's sleep deprived. Okay. But here's the one I originally meant to send, send you. Oh, wow. I did not expect that. It kind of shatters the image I built up in my head of him. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's fucking disappointing. I'm just joking. <laughs> and here's another one just to well, give you. That's really funny. Not what I expected fucking yeah. at all. Handsome yeah. guy. I can see the smile yet. Okay. Yeah. It's interesting. I did not expect that at all. He's going to send me a text going, why did you send a picture of me to me? And I would be like, <laughs> you'll see on Monday. <laughs> Handsome feller. Yeah, no, I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. Interesting. Is he French? Like he speaks no, French? No, you can't speak French at all. He when looks... I work for him and a French client had to come out, he was like, Tom, talk <laughs> to them, please. That's funny. Okay. Well, if I didn't know, now I know. I, yeah. That Indian guy that, that was balding, that was had some muscle, he's gone. To be fair, you 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 nailed the description of my buddy Brandon, who I've never talked about on the podcast. <laughs> that's funny and that's what's funny about painting a picture of someone like it's like reading a book and then you see who they cast to play the part and you're like what the fuck yeah that's not what i thought in my head yeah yeah no that's addy full thick head of hair uh white but he's super tanned all the time because he works outdoors makes sense yeah you'll see now i know yeah it's uh (laughs) fuck that's funny that's a fun game to play, not fucking like knowing because I've I heard was, you talk about him lots and I've just never seen a face. Yeah. So you paint a face in your own head. Yeah, he goes, Why'd you send me a picture of me and my boy? I go, You'll see on Monday. He goes, Oh, another fun filled podcast with about yours truly. <laughs> like, yeah. In a way, in a way, Addy. In a way, sir. That's funny. That's so good. Would he do a pod? I I think he really wants to. Nice. That'd be fun. Yeah. He's like, we've talked about him lots now. It's like, you know, he's getting to the point where he's going to attain Uncle John level at some point here. Well, yeah, but I think if he wants to, he wants to go on because he wants to beat Marty. And I don't want him to beat Marty. Marty? I mean, I'm like, at this point, he can fucking beat him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Marty was that, that friend of yours you wanted to have on at some point there. I forgot. It's been so fucking long since we even talked about it. Like, it's just some guy. I don't know. Yeah. But. So. <laughs> um. Yeah, man, that's cool. Yeah. Uh. So uh, you know, really happy that you just gave a. I wonder if he's gonna be offended by 
how it you could describe be. them. I mean, like you don't really. Again, you were just you knew a name, you knew interests, and that's it. Addison yeah. was always like the fastest guy. He was a great soccer player. He probably still is, but you know, it's a parenting full time job. Uh, yeah. and he has like his own business, so like, he can't do all the fun things that he used to do. Um, fun fact about Addison does not swear at all. Interesting, he, he's the only adult that I know that says the F word. Like, that's funny, says F word. Good for um, him, it means he's got some level of like instilled just, class. It just has no interest. I've never heard him swear ever in my life, never uh-huh. heard him curse. Um, I think the best he'll do is like, damn, even then it's huh, doesn't seem right. Yeah, um, that's cool. Nothing wrong with wholesome people. Oh, dude, one of like fucking million dollar heart on this guy, million dollar heart. Um, and now, like, I know he's listening to this, so now I'm like really pumping his tires, but like, genuine nice. thoughts about the guy is just what have been one of my friends. Yeah, you talk fondly of years, him for years, and you know, like, I'm always happy to come in and, like, you know, spend time with him. Like, I'll always, like, when my time in Montreal is short, I'll always do my best to, like, pop in, say hi, uh, give my best to him and the kids and his wife and all that. You, you know, like, we, even, like, when I was done working for him, I went out and bought, like, two bottles of wine that he and his wife could enjoy going, like, hey, man, like, you helped me out during the pandemic. Yeah. Like I know he's I one of your people, you. clearly. Yeah, who's like he, got he your, helped got your back. Like, he was a friend. He need like granted, he needed help, but also like I needed help too. Yeah. And he helped me. It was a good fit. It worked out really well. And I was appreciative of that. So yeah, that's awesome. Nah, he's one of those great guys. Great to have in your corner. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. Sweet. Well, I think that might wrap up the pod, sir. I think it does, man. Um good episode. Yeah, I'm always pleased with it. You want, to, you want to wrap it up this week? You want to practice? Sure. Um, whew, okay, let me take a deep breath. Well, I think that's it for the week, everyone. I'm Sean Sides, and this has been one side of the story. You did so good. Honestly, that's the best one you've ever done. Thanks. I had to take a deep breath. That's yeah, the trick. Uh, no, no, you made it your own, so I'm not, I'm not being critical. This is not a criticism. Okay. Um, I like to say that this has been two sides of the story this week, but again, you made it your own. I think you Fair. did a great job. This is actually Thanks. you didn't fumble. You, no, I appreciate it. You, I you took said, a deep breath. Yeah, you said your name correctly, and I um, wasn't gonna fucking. I wasn't even gonna like attempt it. I was just gonna wait in silence till you led the like finale. Yeah. So like you putting me on the spot too. Like I feel like I performed fairly well given the uh, circumstances. Honestly, the. Uh, like no editing required like i mean we're probably gonna have to do it again because i've i've talked more now well practice what do you mean like i have to do it again honestly i think you nailed it uh 10 on 10 performance um thank you zero criticisms um i'm just i'm just i'm very impressed with you right now thanks thomas no you're taking the job seriously when it comes to wrapping up the show (laughs) it's just you're coming into your own and you've really grown over these 63 episodes. I'm trying. Yeah. So there you go. 63 episodes in. Sean finally nailed the finale. <laughs> uh, the, the wrap up. Uh, do you want to try it again without anything from me again? Okay, so double pressure. Double pressure. Yeah. Well, I think that wraps up this episode of Two Sides of the Story. This has been Sean's Sides. And that's my side of the story. Oh, this has been Tom's Sides. And this has been my side of the story 
I like that. That was a strong ending. You made it your own. Way to take the ball and run <laughs> with it, buddy. Good Live on long you. and prosper, everyone. Have a great week. <laughs> Two sides of the story. Two sides of the story. With Tom and Sean. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story, on TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod, and if you want to send us an email, send it to Two Sides of the Story Pod. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com.